Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is all about humility. And finding direction and purpose. Especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. (laughs) Welcome back. Hey, everybody. Uh, Thanks for joining us again. It's always a treat to uh, be in this room here with Kylie. Kylie, this might be one of the last times we record in this room, I think, right? Uh, Could be. Am I getting ahead of ourselves? Could be. Um, No, it could be. So That means I'm going to have to do some work. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to say, I could come over this week and do some work. So we've been been very, very uh, lucky, and I think the audio quality of the recording proves how lucky we are being in this super sweet... uh, treated room here at Sweetwater Sound. Not a sponsor, by the way. <laughs> Uncle Chuck, you can change that. That's right. That's I, right. I shouldn't call him Uncle Chuck. He's my boss. Yeah. That, I, Mr. Chuck Sir. Does he know you? I don't I don't think so. Okay. This I mean, is a he, big place. This is a big place. Yeah. He knows my face. I mean he would know my face. Well, like I've ooh. seen him in I've seen him in in public. <laughs> who you wouldn't ne- know your you face? never forget a monkey. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him in public, and he's like acknowledged me, but you know, I, he wouldn't know my name. That's why we all wear name tags. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we yeah we but we've been we've I been wish really... I wish people that are listening could see how much we just look at each other and stop <laughs> and then just start laughing. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh. the problem is we do that when you preach too, and when you <laughs> no <I'm> kidding. <laughs> oh wow, wow. No, uh, no. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We've been we've been really blessed to be in here. We have we have used to this this campus and this room, but we want our own space. And so, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this week goes. Uh, yeah, I think um, our church building, the nine oh nine. We've got a room that used to be an art studio. It's been a lot of things. I think a storage room mostly, probably <laughs> over the years. But um, going to kind of try and do. A little bit of renovation, conversion, actually not much renovation, just kind of cleaning it up and putting a couple table and a couple pieces of furniture and something where we could uh, have full use and kind of leave our stuff set up. And and also make it available to other ministries, communities, you know, who who have a message they want to get out there and our equipment can help do that. Yeah. Yeah. Rent is very, very cheap. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, but we'll talk later. Hey, talk to me now, of, Kylie. Somebody did talk about um, sponsoring mm. with coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, what's going on there? Um, we have a listener, one of our first listeners named Deborah, uh, who uh, reached out to me and said she would sponsor Starbucks coffee for us. And we brought up the question, like Where daily, daily, or. <laughs> <laughs> or just for the episodes. And then the new question now, uh, where is it, Deb? Come on, Deb. Um, so does that mean we have sponsors? I'm so thirsty right now. <laughs> um, no, I don't. That I doesn't, that doesn't I don't, count? Well, I'm not sure we have any sponsors. I don't think so. I don't, yeah. We don't. We it's don't all right. have sponsors. This, right. this has done nothing but cost us money. If you could pick a sponsor <sighs> to sponsor this podcast, Vermont Teddy Bears. You remember back in the day? I do. When I podcasting do. first started, that was a big. Oh, I don't. I don't remember that on radio. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Don't they make pajamas and stuff that you can get every? I don't uh, know. I don't know. Every Christmas, I, I only ever hear of them around Christmas time. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Who would I want to sponsor? <laughs> like, do we get their products? Well, I, I would think that's probably part of the deal. Some famous watch company. Because I could just turn around and sell them and then just have money. You like watches? No, not really. I like money. Oh. And so I'm thinking a watch is something them. that you can that's, easily sell. Well, now they're not going to sponsor. I mean, Thank yes, you. I love these watches. Are the, these are the best watches, and I'm going to turn around and sell them on Facebook Marketplace. Jeez. You're not a watch guy, are you? Not re- I mean, not really. No, I used to be. Every now and then, I'm like, I should get an Apple Watch. I'm like, why? I don't wear watches regularly. I have tried um, whatever. Yeah. Uh, now, bracelet sounds like it's a – but, you know, that's, like the, cute, the rubber. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like stuff on my wrist. Yeah. I yeah. used to. I've tried. I've I used to have both of my wrists covered up all the time. Friendship bracelets because no. you have so many friends. No, what it are, we, are we? I don't think this is this isn't the mental health episode, but we're we're not going to get into it too much. We will someday, but yeah, I had I had some like legitimate phobias. Really, really, really. I oh, this is going to sound so weird. You better share something exposing about yourself after this because I'm not going to be the only one. So, <laughs> I used to wear bracelets that covered my wrists, like either a watch or a bracelet, like a thick a thick band or something. Okay. Uh, I used to never wear T-shirts. And I used to never have like an exposed heel. Not heel, um, ankle. Like I always wore socks. I wouldn't wear flip-flops because... I had this weird, this weird thought, and it took some counseling to get rid of. And I don't, and I don't, I don't really struggle with it anymore unless I get like really nervous or something like that. And I can recognize that hey, like I'm, I'm feeling this now. But that someone would come and like slit my wrist, slit my throat, or like cut my Achilles heel, and I would feel so exposed. I know it's 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 not it doesn't it's not normal because it's not normal, right? It's not like um like it's it's an irrational thought. But I yeah, I used to feel like that. Hmm. I mean, through through like high school, college, I mean, I I felt like that. Hmm. It wasn't until it wasn't until like my mid 20s that I I got counseling and yeah, I used to always sleep with a cover all the way like head to toe. Like or neck to toe, I couldn't sleep with an exposed neck because I would feel like someone would come in the middle of the night and slit my throat. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Weird. Irrational. Totally irrational. Yeah, but it's. I think it's always interesting where that, where those thoughts come from, yeah. like where that develops. And yeah, I don't want to talk about that. No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure we will someday. But um, on the next episode of Vulnerability <laughs> with Chris. <laughs> Uh, Want to see him cry? <laughs> <laughs> oh my! But um, no, uh, fortunately, I don't have those anymore. I I love t-shirts. I love flip flops. I don't love flip flops, but that's besides the point. And I don't wear anything on my wrist anymore. Yeah, well, yeah. good for you. Yeah, you're an overcomer. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't uh, irrational thinking. <clears throat> Nothing, nothing is phobia or probably deep. I mean, and some people, most people don't know this because I never really shared it. This is so superficial compared to what you just shared. Go for it. Go for it. 
But everybody calls me Baldy because I shaved my head, mm-hmm. which I started doing, I don't know, years and years ago. And I'm like, I can grow a full head of hair. I just, this is simpler and easier. Here's how, here's how worried I was about stuff that doesn't matter at all. Okay. We, I, I, everything had to be, maybe this is irrational. <laughs> For some reason, my hair always had, to, now I've had a million different styles and all this kind of stuff, but I just got to the point where I would wear, a, I had to have a hat with me driving in a car if we were going somewhere where I was going to fall asleep. Okay. If we would get out at the gas station, if we would go go into a restaurant as we're traveling and my hair was matted. It oh, would, this is when you had hair. Okay. When I had hair. Yeah. Okay. It would drive me absolutely crazy. Like it wasn't, I don't know, maybe it's a phobia. That's not a phobia, but just yeah. something that was stupid. Yeah. That, so I was just like, at one point I was like, I don't know what this melon looks like with no <laughs> hair, but I'm going to just shave it all off and That's see. That's awesome. And yeah, it's simple. It's easy. It's this is really a ridiculous conversation on my part, but <laughs> but that was one of the reasons why. Like those yeah. are things that I thought about that like it doesn't make any sense and it's dumb. I don't think I've known you with hair. No, most people haven't. I've seen pictures of you. That, I had that long bowl, sideburns too. That bowl cut in. What how 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 old was that little uh, that little picture I saw of you with uh, in the with the tux with the three other the one your son sent me to meme up? I don't know. I don't know. It's like it was like a show choir thing or something. I don't know. Oh well, I would have that would have been high school. Oh yeah, yeah. You were definitely um, high school eighth grade maybe. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Bowl cut Kylie. I used to have. Do it. Say it. In I think junior high. Mm-hmm. Perms were a big deal. No, no, Kylie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> All right. I now, I don't know if I don't believe, and I, I know my mom or dad are probably listening. <laughs> I don't think that it was a it was a choice. Okay. And not that it was like you're gonna get a perm, but it was just like, hey, this is something. And maybe it was. It was probably something other kids were doing. But that was a thing back in what would that have been late eighties, late forties, late forties. Hey, Mister and Mrs. Canablo, um, this is Chris now. If you are listening, you tell me what I have to do to get my hands on those pictures. Oh, there's all kinds of dude. I, yeah. I can give oh, you because my mom saves everything. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's picture. I was the orphan Annie on Halloween when I was, I don't know, 10 or 12. And I, I wow. guarantee you, I guarantee you. It was the coldest <laughs> Halloween on record. And you had that little and white outfit. A, and I had a skirt on with pantyhose. <laughs> Maybe this is the mental health <laughs> episode. <clears throat> I have... I, oh. Your mom put you in pantyhose. Yeah. That's amazing. I always, I always tried things and liked things that were probably not the best idea. Do you remember Nike had aqua socks back in the day? They were kind of a, they were kind of a water shoe. They called them aqua socks. Yes. They had like a rubber yes. bottom and uh-huh. the top was like a mesh. Yep. Guess what color I got? Pink. Hot pink. Er, late 80s, early 90s, hot That's amazing. pink. That's awesome. And I wore them to school. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with me? Nah. Today you'd be cool. I'm See, but now I'm over getting, being cool. Yeah. That's why I wear the same thing almost every single day. <laughs> it's got almost every day. I, it's, yeah. I don't have to think about it. That's, uh, and, and here's part of why is I've... Because my kids have even asked, like I, 
because I've tried to fit in, I've tried to be somebody, you know, or fit into a particular style or be like other people, like most of my life. And I finally got to the point where I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like yeah. you're not just comfortable being you. So I wear gray pants and a black t-shirt and a black jacket almost every single day. Yeah. Black hat. Black hat. I just went simple. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. I don't have to, th- I get up in the morning this morning. Didn't have to think for a second what I was going to wear. Hmm. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, it's more than one pair of pants and one black. Right. I was going to say you have a couple. I have (laughs) more than a couple. (laughs) I have several and I wash them. But yeah, so there's some of my irrational thinking or where I've been led. I don't know. You know, I was thinking about when you, when you mentioned the shaved head thing, I, uh, I first started shaving my head after uh, a little, a little, a little, a little Jesus time. Yeah. 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 It was a number of years ago. Before I came, before I met you, um, before I came back to Fort Wayne or anything like that, and you know, had been had been divorced for a couple years, and man, there was something like so many people in my life are like, Chris, you're you're ready to start dating again, like you got to get out there, and I was like, no, and then finally I came on board, and I was like, okay, I'm ready to start dating again, and then. Just when I decided, the Lord was like, "Nope," <laughs> and and what? Instead, he 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 called me to. An, I've never I've never really done anything like this, but a, a Nazarite vow. And I know we have somewhere we want to go today, but I, I think this is cool to share. Yeah. Um, he called me to a, a Nazarite vow from num- I think number six, and so I, I read through and I studied a little bit and. You know, the big deal with those is, you know, number one, you're not, not supposed to be around anyone dead, <laughs> any <laughs> dead people. And I'm like, well, that's kind of a, a life policy of mine. <laughs> Generally, uh, no wine or strong drink. I'm like, I, I mean, I can I can dig that, right? The, so the, 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 the couple drinks a month I have, I don't have. It's like, okay, I can, I can do that. And then uh, at the end, give, you know, shave your head and, and, and give what I I'd, and give an offering, right? So in studying it, I realized a couple of things. Or I learned a couple of things. Number one, that that offering was massive. It wasn't some like little offering. It was, it was basically. I heard someone. I heard someone say, and if that was written in today's terms, it would be like give your house and give a boat and give a car and and then and then it ends with and anything else you can give. So it's like give everything. The, the and the and the dead person thing and the and the wine thing, I learned it was it wasn't just about dead people and it wasn't just about wine. It was about the fact that families and I'm giving like the super condensed version, but families all live together. So you lived with your, you know, with your your great uncle Sammy, <laughs> you know, who could you know was going to die any day, right? And so it meant you didn't live in the house. You slept on like a corner of your property away from your family just in case Uncle Sammy died at night and you would break the vow. Hmm. So it was this thing of like seclusion and exclusion. And then same with the same with the uh, the wine, right? It wasn't just about wine. It was the fact that so many so many Hebrew festivals and festivities revolved around that. And so it was really just about being antisocial. Not mm. antisocial, maybe that's the wrong word, but but God called you apart for a while. Sure. And so for this for this for me it was 
I didn't do anything social. The only exception was, because I still had my daughter for some of that time, you know, and so the only exception was when she was here. Obviously, we did things with family. But other than that, I didn't, I didn't do anything social. I didn't go out with friends. Um, I didn't do entertainment. And it was, it was a period of, it was a period of a time. And it was just like, let me just get away from interacting with people. Right. And then at the end, I learned that the, the shaving of the head thing was this thing of shame. And like just this humbling thing that God did, that God, that's the way it ended. How, so, how, how did you, how was that in the midst of like, was that difficult for you? Yeah, uh, in- a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, because there, were, yeah, there were so. It was, but it, but it wasn't. And I, that's a, that's a very vague answer. But here, there were areas of it that were difficult, and there were areas of it where it wasn't at all. And here's why: because God met me. God absolutely met me in it. And at the end of it, and it was about nine months. I think I didn't, I didn't touch, I didn't shave beard, shave anything, I didn't shave my head. Um, I didn't do anything social other than. To, to have my daughter get to be with family. And at the end of that time, there were, uh, the Lord did a number of things and breakthrough in a number of areas, but the, the biggest one that I could put my finger on and like the, the, what I thought, what I realized was the reason for it is that loneliness, that, that drive in me to date, that thing in me that was like, something's missing. I need, I need to date to fulfill that was so like was dealt with for that season Mm -hmm. and i walked out of there saying no i don't i don't need to date like god god is god has fulfilled that in our in his relationship with me i don't know it was it was a pretty special time so being able to look back and reflect on it it was it was a powerful yeah absolutely was absolutely was i think often when we step into any of those calls that the Lord has for us or, or we spend time in fasting. I think we're often should always, I suppose like we're, we're met in such a powerful way and um, as, as difficult as it may seem at the time. It reminded me of, I wonder if because of Paul's background, um, his, his whole life of, you know, being uh, a, the Jew of all Jews and, you know, like his time apart. I wonder if there's a connection in that Nazarite vow. And after Paul was met, uh, on the Damascus, Damascus road, and he then left Mm. for a long period of time. Yeah. Right. To learn and to understand years. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I wonder if there's some connection, Mm -hmm. which we'll never know. I don't, that's not, uh, anywhere specifically written about in in scripture, but I, you can see the correlation between the two for sure. And, and isn't there acts something or other where he, it's Timothy and a couple other young men. And doesn't he complete the vow with them? He pays, he pays their, their offering for the Nazarite vow. And I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we should have, we should have brought our Bibles this morning or something. But <laughs> I thought maybe he completed it with them or something like that. But yeah. I don't know. I, I just know. I just know it's a, it was a powerful time in my life, and I know I've always read that passage and never, never really understood it. 
Yeah. Like, okay, so no, no big deal. Okay, Samson, whatever, you know, but like <laughs> to understand what that meant that he was, he was under a vow for his whole life. And it, you know, the, it's funny. It's funny <laughs> because of the way the Old Testament is. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to make anything like extra biblical, but because of the way the Old Testament is, he broke the vow when, when a razor, or he didn't, I mean, you know, Delilah broke the vow for him. You know, he broke in front of the Lord because she shaved his head. And I wonder in the New Testament, you know, where Jesus takes all the externals and makes them internal. Hmm. And we've talked about this even just a couple of weeks ago. I wonder, I wonder if Samson existed today, where would that vow have been broken? Would it have been broken when he first first got with Delilah? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when he when he or maybe 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 it would have been broken when he first lusted after her. Hmm. Right? Not the action. Right. Right. Like you know. And again, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to make something like extra biblical. I'm not trying to define something that's not in scripture. But I just I don't know. It just makes me think. But yeah, the externals, the behavior. You've heard it said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It, that's good. Well, basically what I took and what I think our listeners should probably take from that is everybody should shave their head. Yeah. And look like a couple jerks that are <laughs> grow a beard, <laughs> grow a beard, a short trim beard yeah. uh, with some white in it, at least some white in it. Some, at Just least a little. I've got a little. Yeah. You I've don't have a, very much. I, I, I've got in the middle here. People have asked me whether I'm headed to Santa Claus route because <laughs> <laughs> it's getting pretty white. It is getting pretty white. Yeah. Anyways. Speaking of, well, sorry, you're about to say something. No. Uh, I, speaking of uh, pride and lust and all those things, man, it's been a week. And I realized I used to be way more on top of this kind of stuff. But I used to have different, like, I don't know what the word is, different uh, markers in my life that I can look back to and say, like, oh, that's where my pride got out of hand. That's where I became selfish. And it was, you know, I mean, here, here's, here's, it was like, okay, today I struggled with lust. And it's like, okay, let me follow that back. Like, I, it's, it's, it's selfishness, right? That's, that's what it is. It's pride and selfishness. All right, let me follow that back. Oh, three days ago, I was eating something. I was full, but... I wanted more, and so I took another helping. Mm. That's where my selfishness started. And so here, here we are, and I have something in my house that I don't often have. It's soda. I got a bunch of soda in my house. I did a grocery delivery yesterday, and I don't know if it was because I was just it was easy to just click. <laughs> but I clicked a lot of soda. And I realized today, like literally driving here to, to record this, I'm like, wow, why did I get all that soda? And I was like, wow, I really struggled with selfishness a lot this week. I gave in to selfishness. I chose me a lot this week, which kind of culminated in, all right, what do I want to drink? I, I mean, I, I drink water. We drink water at our house. N- not right now. There's so much soda. All, hmm. so, all kinds. Because it's just like, hey, like I know it's not good for me. 
I mean, I'm working out for the first time in a while. And I have a crap ton of soda in my house. Because I've been selfish all week long. Do you think it's a... Do you think it's a biological thing? What do you mean? Uh, like my dad also drinks soda? <laughs> no, not genetic. <laughs> like, oh, I'm working out a little bit now. I'm doing, like, not biological. It's a, you think it's a mental, emotional. I do, I do think so. I don't think, I, I don't think it's anything to do with working out. Okay, so even on an emotional level, I am working out. So now... I deserve to reward myself Maybe. or yeah, I, I, I'm, and I don't know if that's the answer. I know in, in some ways in particular areas of my life, it's, it's been that like, Oh, I'm, mm. I'm sad or I'm upset. And so I, whatever, have a drink or I deserve yeah, yeah. this or, or in this exact same behavior coming out, Oh, I nailed it. It was a great day. So we should celebrate and I can celebrate and I deserve and I earned and, um, but all those are lies and distraction and selfish and And, self-serving. Yeah. Choosing me. Yeah. Choosing what I want versus what is good for me. And and insert is good for me. You know, like, like, uh, you know, a lot of people might not think soda is a spiritual topic. Right, but I don't know when when your body craves sugar, right? Like I don't know. Maybe it maybe maybe it's more spiritual than we care to admit. Well, like I'm, I'm getting fulfillment from sugar instead of from anything else. I'm choosing to feed, literally feed myself sugar instead of not. Well, it has to start somewhere in our for whatever reason spiritual emotional biological it has to start in our thought life right like um because there's some moment at whether at which whether it's clicking on i'm gonna buy soda or whatever it is i'm i'm there's a decision that's being made that's leading me in a different direction than what I want to go in a different direction than what the Lord is leading me to. And so then it's the, is it my flesh? Is it the enemy? Is it, you know, and it made me think about, uh, I haven't read through it here, but um, we demolish arguments and every proud Mm -hmm. thing that is raised up against the knowledge of God. And we take every thought captive Mm -hmm. to obey Christ. Second Corinthians 10. What is that? Five. And, and it's just, uh, I know for me, there's always this moment and I recognize it more lately because I've had a, a week like you have, you know, lust and selfishness and, and it starts with a thought that's not taken captive, that's not rejected. And I think some of that is the, as we describe listening for the voice of the Lord, there's this moment at which he's, he, he's like, Hey, uh, that's not me. Yeah. And, and so it's like either be obedient within it or listen to the lie. Don't capture the thought and demolish it. 
I mean, it really, it's, it's like we're waging war against yeah. those thoughts that enter in. Right. It's waging war against the thought of, oh, this is soda. That sounds really good, you know, to my physical body right now, but I'm not going to click on that because I'm going to demolish that, the argument of listening to the Lord, the, 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 the lie, the deception. I don't know. Do you, do you want to know? As you're talking, I realize I, I remember a further thought, a thought further back than ordering groceries yesterday. And it was an entire week ago. Went out to a local restaurant with my kiddo. And I ordered a soda. Mm. And I ordered one soda. <laughs> and it came back. And I knew I shouldn't. Oh my gosh. This. The, to our, to our listeners, listen, this is going to seem so insignificant, but I, I, w- I want you to see, and I want to see more how, you know, the Bible calls them little foxes, right? Little, little things can fast forward and blow into big things. I haven't had a soda in a pretty long time. We go to this restaurant, Hoppy Gnome, great, great restaurant if you're in Fort Wayne. I order a soda. I was so excited. And I even said to the waitress, no refills. Like, I'm just going to have the one. <laughs> and guess what? It was flat. And so I didn't, I, I had literally one sip, you know, told the waitress, hey, I think this is flat. You know, she's like, you want me to get you something else? I was like, no. Because in my mind, I'm like, maybe this is, you know, this is a good thing that it was flat. Like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't even have this one. <laughs> Wait, our meal, we left. Man, that was the little, that was the little thought. I wanted that soda. And so fast forward, I've been doing good. I'm, I'm not doing a bunch of little grocery trips. Remember we talked about New Year's resolutions yeah. a while ago. And yesterday was my first, my first trip, uh, delivery, whatever you want to call it. Right. And I went to town. Oh, I couldn't have, and this is all subconscious. It's not like I'm thinking about this. I'm realizing it right now. I couldn't have my one little soda. I couldn't do what I wanted to do. That little thing a week ago. Let me go whole hog over here. So I deserve it. I deserve what I want. Holy crap. (laughs) Do Do you think that in those moments, I mean, I don't want to say I go back and forth, but I, I often wonder like, God is so intimately involved in our lives. Like, do you think that that flat soda was a like, knock, <laughs> knock, knock. Hey, Chris, this isn't, you know, and again, yeah. the, we're having this discussion about soda, which yeah. seems insignificant. But the reality is like gluttony, like we want to take care of our bodies as the temple. Like though, those are all godly biblical things that we should desire. We, we should be, we should desire to be healthy in all areas of our life. So uh, was that God reminding you through a flat soda? Yeah. Right. Hey, and that's what I mean. It's, it's the listening and receiving of, you know what? I, I questioned this. And so I'm just going to push it away because it didn't end up being what I wanted it to be. Isn't that what we, sometimes we pray for. Yeah. Like if if, (laughs) yesterday, like somebody, is caught in addiction, alcoholism. And it's like we pray for God to 
miraculously powerfully like the next drink of alcohol that this person takes that it that it it tastes disgusting to them in light of who you are yeah you know and so uh, i don't know it, it, it's interesting where one little moment can can lead and just explode and, if we allow it to. and i have to admit i wasn't listening a week ago maybe it was god maybe but i wasn't listening i was ah shoot i wanted soda i can't have it now Ah, darn it. And it was it was just it was me. It wasn't okay, God is is I know this isn't good for me. Is this you? Do I need to lean into you for strength to overcome a soda? I didn't listen. And all week I saw and so here so all week I, I realize now I chose myself more and more each day that culminated with clicking on all the soda. And it may, and again, this is where soda may seem silly and insignificant, but what about it's that, it's that, it's that R-rated movie that I know I'm not supposed to watch this. And <laughs> right. four days later, four days later, you're three or four days later, you're, you know, looking at pornography because you, you let a little fox in, right? Or the, the, the little bit of road rage, right? That turns into like beating on your kid. A few days later, and that's and that's what I mean when I say markers. Oh, sorry, I didn't smack the smack the mic there. Being on the mic, not a good joke to make. I'm sorry. That's what I mean by those little markers in our lives. That I think if we're if if I were more, if I listened better, mm-hmm. maybe I would have heard the Holy Spirit a week ago, saying, "Hey, you're 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 on the you're on the edge." Chris of choosing selfishness or like what, what, what the Lord said to, to Cain, right? Sin is crouching at your door. Mm. Like, I wonder if I were more, if I were more sensitive to the Lord, if I were more obedient a week ago, would I've had the selfish week that I had or would I've been able to recognize the Holy Spirit's giving me a moment here, a flat soda to pause and say, Holy Spirit, what are you trying to tell me now? Chris, sin is crouching at your door. Mm. Maybe I'd have, maybe I'd have had a, a more humble week. Maybe I would have been less a jerk, less of a jerk this week. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up those other examples because I mean we're talking about sugary soda, but I think they're so so it it relates in so many areas of our lives to anybody that's listening. Yeah. I mean, let's let's not be naive and say that there are people out there that aren't sinning. Like that's yeah. not we all have those things. Whether yeah. it's you know, the, the momentary thought of, I don't want to get out of bed and go Mm. to go to the gym in the morning, or, you know, I'm the TV one is, I know that I need rest because I'm grouchy and Mm. I don't have enough sleep, but I'm staring at my phone as I fall asleep or I'm watching a television show that like, just close your eyes. But capturing every thought is, I think, a, a learned area in which we can grow in Mm. um and it's capturing every thought listening oftentimes asking yeah like i don't enough i don't ask the lord like hey in this situation i mean Mm. as as simple as i mean i came home last night i hadn't i didn't eat all day basically no not basically i didn't eat all day um and 
uh, went to dinner after our church gathering, had a full meal, healthy meal, made some good choices. And then I get home and the family got pizza. (laughs) And so there's pizza on the counter and there's, you know, and engage my wife and kids and let's go to bed. And no, I was like, Oh, this, this sounds really good. Mm. And for me, it's a, I've, you know, I worked out well this week. I ate well this week. So I saw six days. Yeah. I saw that on Instagram. So this is my, this is my cheat day or yeah. this is like, it's okay. I deserve it. Yeah. You know? And it's like, no, like just honor, honor yourself, honor the Lord in doing the right thing. And it seems simple and yeah. silly yeah. in some yeah. ways. But but it, but it's major. And where does it lead? That, you're you're exactly right. Because today yeah. I'll come back with the same. Well, I cheated a little last night, so you know it, I'm going to the gym tomorrow. So today should be like that's just it leads yeah. down a bad that's path. That's it. That's it. That's exactly like I, I mean let's be having having one soda when I went to out to eat. I don't. I mean that's not so bad. That's not so bad. I I never drink soda even when we go out to eat. Right. That wasn't so bad. It was. The result of it, the result of that unchecked, uh, I, I believe Jesus calls it leaven, right? That little bit of leaven of selfishness. Forget soda for a second. Right. It was just me choosing me over anything else. Blew up how many days later? And again, uh, it's not just about soda. It's about any, you know, about anything. It's. Hey, God, you know, God delivered me from cigarettes. And so, well, I, you know what? My, my friend's smoking, so I'm just going to go stand outside with him a little bit. Keep him company. Right? Next thing you know, you've been, you've been around cigarette smoke for 20 minutes. Two days later, you're buying a pack. <laughs> Back in addiction. You know? Yeah. Again, it's not just about soda. No, and, and you know, I'm having, I'm sitting here thinking, well, you, sh- you shouldn't ever reward yourself. And that's not... That's not what we're saying. No. But you have to be so protective and careful that it doesn't lead down the path. And, I mean, if we go back to sugary soda or a lot of things, I mean, just the reality of, I mean, sugar's more addictive than yeah. than drugs. That's that's a whole other topic, <laughs> I'm sure. I had a went to dinner with somebody from our church family last night and uh, alcoholic been clean for almost six months wow. now wow. and, and figuring this out like yeah. a whole entire life of drugs and alcohol wow. of every kind and met Jesus radically and is, has been s- sober from alcohol for six months and and this week we, we actually talked about it because he's, I'll, I'll never lie to you, Kylie. It's, and, and I know he won't. Uh, and he, he told me he had, he smoked a joint this week. And, and I was like, you know, there's forgiveness, there's grace, but it's, it, it, it again, and he recognized like, it's no big deal. Yeah. And he was excited from the perspective of it was free. So f- Free drugs or good drugs, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, but we talked about it last night again because he goes, that was, the, that was the dumbest excuse that it was free. And so that made it okay. And again, this is a guy that's, that's 
brand new yeah, and yeah. learning and trying. But it's like, man, it's like going to hang out at a, you know, at a bar if you're an alcoholic. Well, I'm just going to drink Pepsi and sing karaoke. It's like, well, that's awesome. You've got to be pretty careful, you know? And, and boy, I, I want to be really careful. I'm not judging this person. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, look, I had a selfish week. Like, I get it. But it, it, I wonder. I wonder what the thought was how many days before that made that paved the way for hey this this joint is okay for me to 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 break 6 months of of sobriety this joint is okay i wonder what the little leaven mm. was yeah and maybe it didn't happen that morning it ha- maybe it happened a week before maybe it was ordering a soda right kind of thing right what was the ordering a soda moment that happened in his life yeah you know and so well uh, we can always find an excuse yeah, we can yeah. always find a reason. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make it. That doesn't make it. That doesn't make it good or right, right or legitimate. You know, and that's what he was describing as the yeah. whole. You know, it was free, so mm-hmm. that made it okay. He was like, "That's that was, that was dumb." Yeah, man. Well, I guess it's a good place as any to land. Yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm thirsty all of a sudden deb deb <laughs> i'm just kidding. no no sugary starbucks drinks no sh- <laughs> <laughs> as i have a frappuccino in front of me here yeah. <laughs> starbucks frappuccino yeah. in a bottle <laughs> <laughs> we're we are really really grateful for you guys yes. and the feedback we've gotten we would love for you to rate and review and all those things that actually is a extreme help in um us just getting our getting the word out and getting some ideas and thoughts from you all on whether this is beneficial to you or how we can shift and adjust. And even if you disagree with something like that's okay too. I disagree with you all the time. That's okay. That's all right. I'm still sitting <laughs> at the table with you. Here. But uh, listeners, we love you. Uh, we appreciate you. We pray for you. And we, we pray this week that you would just be more, be more sensitive to the Holy spirit showing you where that, that little Fox, that, that little bit of leaven is uh, creeping into your life. And we will, we will for us. All right. All right. Bye. Peace.